my lovelies, welcome to episode 6, The Bad Guys. As I mentioned right at the very beginning, back in the Protagonoi, I mentioned Gaia and Tartarus had 18 giant sons. Do you remember? Good, good, good. Each of these giants had a god they specifically opposed to. The giant sons are Alcyonus, who opposed Hades, Damason, who opposed Ares, Ancleados, who opposed Athena, Ephialates, who opposed Apollo, Aegeon and Gratian, who opposed Artemis, Hippolytus was Hermes, Clytos was Hecate, Mimas was Hephaestus, Molios was Helios, Phoitos was Hera, Polyboats was Poseidon, Porphyrian was Zeus, Thune was the Fates, and Uranion was Dionysus. Whichever the god's domain was, that giant was specifically made to be the opposite of. So, logically, Alcyonus, who was Hades, would be life and not death. Athena's would be ignorance. Ares would be peace. Apollo would be darkness. Polyboats opposed Poseidon in water, so Polyboats had all the negative liquid. So that would be poison and pollution and anything that's not good for the ocean. Porphyrian wanted to be king, but Zeus was king, so naturally they clashed. Aside from that, we've also got some nasty monsters. We've got... <clears throat> so, it, here's where it gets a bit confusing. Tartarus had Typhon, as I mentioned back in my Protagonoi episode, and Gaia and Tartarus had Echidna. Typhon and Echidna went on to have lots of children. Too many to list in one episode, I need about 9,000 million days. Gaia and Poseidon, her grandson, may I hasten to add, had Charybdis. Pasiphae and King Minos had a Minotaur. Typhon and Echidna. Orkies and Keto had Medusa. Now, Typhon and Echidna had, just to name a few of them, had the Hydra and the Chimera. Nasty things. So, not only was Typhon the father of all monsters, he was also the monster of destruction. He was actually involved in the war against the gods and the titans and was deliberately trying to suck the gods up into his hurricanes and tornadoes and get rid of them. Obviously it didn't work, otherwise they wouldn't be on the thrones they are today. Next up we've got Charybdis. She's actually just a whirlpool. With Poseidon being her dad, obviously she was going to have something to do with the water. But she is literally just a whirlpool. She is actually the Bermuda Triangle, supposedly. That's where she's based anyway. A lot of salesmen and real people think today that she is the reason all these things go missing in the Bermuda Triangle. But obviously no one's going to believe anything that doesn't have solid concrete facts behind it. Not that people of this generation believe anything that has solid concrete facts behind it. Anyway, because we're dense. Get the scientific joke? Ha ha. Don't worry, I'm not going into comedy as a career. Now, the Minotaur. I will be very disappointed if you do not know who the Minotaur is. Go on, I'll give you two seconds to try and work out who it is. Did you get it? Good! He's the half man, half bull everyone knows and loves. No one's really sure which god cursed Pasiphae, but for some reason, King Minos had... He's the one with the Minos touch, you know, the one where he touched anything and it goes to gold because he was a greedy pig. He did something to upset one of the gods, one of the main gods. 
So they cursed his wife, Pasiphae, to fall in love and mate with a bull, hence the Minotaur. King Minos then made a labyrinth, and the Minotaur roams there today. I mean, that's a bit of a twisted, screwed up thing to think, and go, do you know what? I'm gonna curse this innocent, poor woman and get her to mate with a bull of all people, things, creatures, whatever. Nasty. See, gods, curses like that from gods, I don't support. I don't like gods who give curses like that. Not that they'll care what five foot one gobby teenager thinks. Then we've got Echidna. She's the mother of all monsters. She ha She's very close with her son, the Chimera, which breathes fire, as you do. The Chimera is suspected to have multiple heads of a lion, an eagle, and a snake, apparently. I personally don't know. Not met them, although I'm 99 centre, I went to school with the Chimera, but I'm not gonna name drop. Then we got Medusa. Everyone knows who Medusa is. She's the lady with the snake hair and the snake eyes and can turn anyone into stone just by staring at them. What I do find really sad, and I don't support this at all. Medusa was a very, very, very good looking young girl. She attracted all the unwanted attention of all the gods, as a young woman in ancient Greece did. Poseidon tried making advances on her and she kept turning it away, but then eventually was like, you know what? Fine, I'll go with you, whatever. He then proceeded to make love to her in Athena's temple. You do not make love with somebody in someone's temple. It is the utmost horror. It is sacrilegious, is what it is. It's appalled. It's so down looked on. Athena then, instead of cursing Poseidon because you can't curse a big three member, decided to curse Medusa, even though she didn't want to do it in her temple. She made her into an ugly snake woman who would turn anyone to stone, including gods. So she had to end her relationship with Poseidon, lost all her friends, lost all her family, and could never live happy ever after. All because some god with a grudge decided to wind up another god. That's why you don't get tangled up with them, girls. Don't fall for it. And finally, we've got the Hydra. Does anyone actually know who the Hydra is? Does, like, do you know what he does? No? Great! Do you know how to kill one? No. Oh my, how fortunate. I'm here to tell you. So, a Hydra has an unlimited amount of heads, but is generally depicted as one with three. A Hydra can be killed to a certain degree rather easily, more easily than you think. No, you don't stab it in its heart or rip off its heads or whatever. In fact, ripping off, cutting off its heads is one of the worst things you can do. When you cut off a cut, when you cut off a Hydra's head, two more will grow back in its place. If anyone's seen the Percy Jackson movie, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Only slice off the head, two grow back in its place. So, if you have a three-headed Hydra in front of you and you cut off all three heads, how many heads do you end up with next? Six. That's right. To kill the Hydra, however, you cut off its head and then burn the stump. I know, I know, I know, earlier I said it'd be a bit easier, but in comparison to how you kill other monsters, this is literally like cutting a piece of cake. You just happen to have fire instead, and hope that you don't burn yourself or get poisoned on in the process. Did I also forget to mention that it's also really, really venomous, and one 
tiny drop of poison will kill you. Oops. Do us a favour there, don't go hunting out any hydras and killing them, please. I could do without this on my conscience, I don't want to build up the paperwork. That's it for the bad guys. I know, I know, you all thought there'd be a lot more. I mean, there's hundreds of things and creatures and cretins out there, out to kill people. But, you know, they're, they're relatively easy to get killed. They don't require lots of hunting and specific potions and specific methods. You just stab them in half and they're gone. But these, some of these can't even be killed. Like, good luck trying to kill Medusa. I mean, you turned to stone before you gave it a good go. But I wish you all the luck you need. You know? Or the Hydra. I mean, give it a go if you want. You know, that hero complex and all. But personally, I wouldn't recommend in my next episode, we're going to do the good guys. That'll end us on a slightly more positive note. So, I'll see you then.